Thank you for listening to Tahlequah First United Methodist Church's sermon podcast. We are a church with open hearts, open minds, and open doors who are making disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. And we do that by offering our sermons for you online. And so we hope you enjoy listening to today's sermon. Will you pray with me? Eternal God, as we come before you on this day, when the light broke through the darkness, we're reminded of your love. When they showed up in the Easter tomb and you weren't there and the proclamations of you have risen came about, we're reminded of your love and care for us. And so, Lord, as we hear the word spoken, may it penetrate our hearts to call us out to do justice and to walk humbly before you. Lord, be with us in every step and every breath that we take. In your name we pray. Amen. Hear these words from the letter to 1 John, chapter 1 to 2. Chapter 2, verse 2. Listen to these words. We announced to what you existed, what you existed from the beginning. What we've heard, what we've seen with our eyes, and what we've seen with our hands, handled about the word of life. The life was revealed, and we have seen and we have testified to announce to you the eternal life that was with the Father and was revealed to us. What we have seen and heard, we also announce it to you so that you can have fellowship with us. Our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ. We are writing these things so that our joy can be complete. This is the message that we have heard from Him and announced it to you. God is light and there is no darkness in Him at all. If we claim we have fellowship with him and live in the darkness, we are lying and do not act truthfully. But if we live in the light and in the same way as in the light, we have fellowship with each other. And the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from every sin. If we claim we do not have sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not us. But if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from everything we have done wrong if we claim we have sinned make him a, if we claim we have never sinned we make god a liar and his word is not in us my little children i'm writing these things to you so you do not sin but if you sin we have an advocate with the father jesus christ the righteous one he is god's way of dealing with our sins not only our sins but the sins of the whole world. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. Came across this line from J.R. Tolkien in her book, Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. She wrote these lines, We all got both light and dark inside of us. What matters is the part that we choose to act on. That's who we really are. We have a choice. We either choose to live in the light or live in the darkness. We have a choice to to act justly and to walk humbly with God or to do nothing. 
we have a choice to be the light of God for this world in church. I think we chose right this past week. We bled this week. And some of us did bleed this week. I have to admit, you know, you, you can't clean anything in this church without cutting yourself a little bit or, or maybe moving chairs or tables or, or, you know, we had a couple of kids have a couple of accidents and, and blood was spilled this week because we were trying to be the light of God. God is light. In church, we were called to be the light and, and to try to help a little bit. We, I mean, we just helped a little bit. Only about 35 kids a day, and, and only that's out of the 3,500 plus. That's just a small little portion. But church, we made a difference in this community. And if you don't understand that, then come and be with us next tomorrow morning and sit with those kids. You don't have to teach them anything. Just sit and be the light. Be the presence in front of them. You don't have to know all the answers to their questions. Some of you have been around little children before. They ask questions that you do not have the answers to. And all they want is you. All they want is your presence. And that's what we're called to be. That's what, who we strive to be is to be the light. And sometimes we do it really well. And sometimes we fall short. Sometimes we make mistakes along the way. Sometimes we choose the wrong way to act. Sometimes we do it out of anger. Maybe we've allowed things to build up inside of us until they boil over and spill out. Sometimes we don't spend time with God and, and let God have those things before that happens. I value on mission trips tag time. I call it time alone with God. And it's a, that brief moment where we can just stop and, and sit back and breathe and reflect upon our day and, and ask ourselves those questions. Where did I show light? Where did I not show light? When we examine those things on a daily basis, it's amazing how much that changes us. How much we pay attention to where we are. Are we in the light or are we out of the light? Sometimes there are times when we're out of the light. And we have to acknowledge that. And we have to move out of that and, and, and strive to move towards the light and, and to try to be in the light all the time. That is a struggle. I would love to be able to say I do that all the time, but I fall short. I'm not perfect. I'm on a journey of striving uh, to be perfected in this life. When God calls me home and says, good and faithful servant, come and rest. I long for that day. And, and I know there's going to be many ups and downs along the way. But church, we are called to be the light and that ain't easy especially in this day and age i had a phone call literally i had a phone call this week not really happy with us that we were talking about jesus at wesley camp my response to this phone call was you sent them to a church what did you expect i'm unapologetically christian I have no problem proclaiming that to my friends who are not. I have no problem to them showing them what God's love looks like. But I don't hit them with a Bible. I don't say, well, you know, in, in John 3.16, it said, God so loved the world that he gave his only son. Because I know that's not going to get through to them. But what will is when we're the light. Church, you made a difference this week in, the, in those parents' lives. Do you realize the majority of our children were foster kids? that came to our camp, that wouldn't have a place that, could, that they could be safely? Do you realize the majority of our kids felt love and care? 
So much so that, that they felt comfortable coming to Shanna with their, with their prayer requests and their concerns. I got tickled when, when Shanna handed me a couple of prayer requests from our children who just took them out of the pew and wrote on them and, and brought them up to Shanna to pray for them. Church, we were the light this week. And church, we're called to be the light every week. There are things that we can do in this community, in this world, and all we have to do is just be present. We don't have to be perfect. We just have to be the light that God created us to be. Have you ever seen an LED light? Have you ever taken apart an LED light? I have. They're, they're kind of fun. Um, and when we were hanging these lights, I definitely got a lot closer to LED lights. But you know, LED lights are like the small little filament, about like that big, even smaller. So small that they produce a great amount of light. And I think we can take an example from that. If we want to be the light of God for this world, and we may not feel like we have all the answers, we may not feel like we have what it takes, but we have to realize this, that God created us to be the light. And some people can do it very well. And some people can be like those big floodlights like you see at baseball fields and football stadiums. Some people have that down. And some people, all they can muster is just a little bit. And that little bit makes a big difference. I was tickled to death to see how many people came every day. And and I have to admit, by the end of the week, some of you look really tired. But you knew what you were doing was making a difference in those kids' lives. Some of you... Uh, repented from past sins to teachers and realized, Lord, uh, maybe I need to repent for those sins that I caused the strain on my teachers for. Lord, in your mercy, hear my prayer. Some of us realize that just being a presence is the biggest thing that we can do. This past week in our country, uh, the, the talks of Martin Luther King were all throughout the news. And this one line from Martin Luther King, I think, puts a nail on this head for this week. Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only the light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. Church, if we're going to be the light, all we have to do is be ourselves. I want to share with you, we, we, we sat down with, with a mother who, who brought her children here, who actually lives, I had no idea when we set her down, she lives just at the United Methodist home, and so realized, like, we make an impact on her life constantly and consistently. I, I talked with her, we actually worked on her home a little bit just a few months ago during our work day, and so realized we're making a difference in this woman's life constantly, but she was so grateful for, for Wesley Camp, and I want, I want you to hear from her today. My name is Valita Riley, and I have got six children, uh, children attending um, the activities this week from the school walkout, and they have been so excited every morning to get up, and they said they learn something new every day. And I didn't mind them staying home with me, but you know, kids get bored. They, you want to keep them busy, keep them occupied. That's what keeps kids out of trouble. And but we live on the United Methodist Children's Home campus here in Tahlequah, and we're really urging people to become foster parents or to become a respite, take some training. Um, my husband and I have done this for uh, right at four years, and we have never once had a weekend off. And it's not that we want to be away from our kids, but we need a break from them, same as they need a break from us. 
And I urge people in the area to please to consider being a foster parent. And you don't have to be real young. My husband and I, we are, let's say we're past our 60s. And, but anyway, but this has been so awesome. The kids get to learn about the Lord. They learn to interact with uh, different children besides what's just at school. And it's, it's really been a learning experience for them. And I feel so proud of my children because I've had several people already come up and tell me, your children are so well behaved and they're so respectful. That's all that children need is a little bit of structure, a little bit of love and affection. But I am so thankful for the United Methodist Church. Um, they've always got something going on and my children are already looking forward to Bible school. And I just can't thank them enough for giving my children this opportunity to attend this week. And hopefully they get to go back to school next week. But regardless, we'll make it. And I just pray that please consider becoming a foster parent. And this has helped me because I've got things, I have to do things during the day while my kids are at school that I can't get done in the evening because I try to spend a lot of time with them. But we, you know, we have homes in Coweta uh, and we also have the Boys Ranch in Gore. And if you are interested in becoming a foster parent or a respite to give someone a break once in a while, you can call the United Methodist Children's Campus here in Tahlequah. And their number is 918-456-6162. Or our family specialist, her name is Emily Herod, and her number is 918-708-5561. And I just, again, thank you so much, United Methodist Church. See, My name is Valita Riley. Her, <laughs> we had no idea when we sat down with her that she lived over at the home. And, and church, you made a difference this week. But realize this, you've been doing it all along. Being the light is not that hard. It's just being you. The you that God created you to be. And yes, there are times that you make mistakes and, and we've got to work those out. But the only way that you work that stuff out is through practice. How does an athlete get better? Consistently practicing. It's baseball season. You realize that going one and three is not a bad thing in baseball? They continually work on it so they don't go 0 for 3. They would prefer to go 3 for 3. But in order for them to get 3 for 3, they're going to have to do some work. And church, we have some work to do. It would have been great this week if we could have been able to open up our, our full building and, and, and had the, the Field of Dreams open for our kids to come in and be able to host over 100, maybe 200. But realize you were the light this week. And those 30 plus kids that we made a difference on, we planted some seeds this week. And that's who God calls us to be. So it's a new week. New challenges. New opportunities to succeed in God's grace and new opportunities to fall short. What are you going to choose? God is calling you. It's time to step up and answer. Let us pray.